Yo, 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 JC in the house. Let's introduce my boys. Check it. The Ghost Adventures crew, led by Honky Zack Bacon. Then there's Aaron Goody, Hilarious and Raven. Billy Tally is fierce. Jay a little cutie. Stick him in a crawl space to catch some ghost booty. I miss him, Nick Groff, part of the OG crew, but he ghosted on the bunch. Let's start him something new. So tuck yourself in for a spooky little pod. I'm your host, Lynn, to give my boys a nod. Pump up the spirit box. Obviously. Hello, everybody, and welcome to I Love Ghost Adventures, the podcast. I am your host, Lynn, and this is episode 39 of the podcast. So amazing. Thanks for sticking along for the ride. If you started from the beginning, you'll know that this whole podcast has been recorded basically during the entire pandemic, and it's still going on. So I hope maybe this podcast has brought you a little bit of uh, joy or something during this horrible, stressful time that we live in right now. Although, of course, we just got some fabulous news. We have a new president-elect. We'll finally have somebody with courage, empathy, compassion, knowledge, and who cares about the truth and science in the White House again which will be quite refreshing. Okay, so this episode of I Love Ghost Adventures, the podcast, talks about the latest Ghost Adventures episode, which is a brand new episode. Again, not a screaming room, a brand new investigation. And this Ghost Adventures episode is called The Ghost Train of Ely. And that's Ely, Nevada, not Ely, Minnesota, if you might have thought that. I thought that for a second because that's the only Ely I'd ever heard of before. But no, this is Ely, Nevada. So this episode takes place in a a haunted railway station. It's the Nevada Northern Railway line. The train itself is supposed to be haunted. It follows the Pony Express and apparently goes through several ghost towns. So the guys not only investigate the train itself and the train station, but they go out on the train to a ghost town area and do some investigating there too. So let's dig in, shall we? So this train, like I said, has is said to be haunted by passenger ghosts. And there were also people who were killed in the train station itself. Apparently, 18 people have died there in kind of gruesome accidents. So at the very beginning, Zach is doing his stand-up and he's introducing the episode and the train and everything. And he goes to Aaron, you know, not only are we going to investigate this train, but we're going to be able to ride on the train. And Aaron jumps for excitement. And he ju- he's so excited that he jumps and he stays in midair, like frozen in midair. And Zach is like, wow, this is the longest I'd ever, I've ever seen Aaron hang there in midair. He's so excited. He's like, uh, Aaron, blink if you can. And Aaron blinks which is really funny. And then he's finally like, you can, you can get down now. So Aaron just comes down to the ground. 
you know, it's uh, camera tricks, I assume, unless Aaron is really able to levitate. You know what? I'm not going to put it past him. Aaron is amazing and can do many wacky things. So let's just say he's actually levitating, just for the fun of it. Anyway, it was a funny moment, and it was a fun way to start the episode. Okay, so their first interview is with this guy named Mark, who is the president of the Nevada Northern Railway. And he said, like, some of the haunting things he's seen was in, like, the station house where he works. He's looked up from outside in the second floor window and has seen a face in the second floor window in the building. And he knows for a fact nobody else was in there. So that was freaky. And like I said, he said there was 18 people who have died there. Then they talked to a character named Lennox Purrington. Just love that name. It's like... Lynx, like a cat, and Purrington, also like a cat. But it's a person. It's a person named Lennox Purrington. And he works in the machine shop, which is a very dangerous place to work. You know, there are big, heavy machines and uh, dangers all around. So he said that one time he was working there and he felt like someone just like ran by him. Like he saw something run by him, but it wasn't a person. Like he looked and there was no person there. So Zach is like, we're going to just start this investigation like right now. And so Zach just starts exploring like around this train and in this machine shop. And he just all of a sudden jumps and screams because he sees something dark dart around the corner. And they review the footage right away. So Zach is freaking out. He sees something dark dart around the corner and it turns out it's a little putty tat running around the corner maybe it's Lennox Purrington his cat ego yeah so they debunk that as only a cat and then when they're investigating and Zach jumps and shouts because he sees a cat then Aaron he is using the flashlight he jumps and screams at his own shadow and Zach is like, you know, we've been doing this a really long time and here we are being scared by a cat and your own shadow. Like, that doesn't look good for us. Anyway, so then Zach catches on his camera a ball of light and he starts to feel something. Like, he feels something is around him. Then they meet a character named Con Trumbull, who is an employee, and he saw a guy in overalls walking across the engine room. And Khan says that if you are working here, you are never alone. He also goes on to mention that Coach 5 is said to be haunted. It is the most haunted train car. So they're in the car and he's talking about how he had seen a little boy in this coach area where part of the coach is for families like and children like women and children and families and then there's another section of the car that's only for single men because men used to commute to work like going to the mines and stuff on this train so but they were segregated that way I guess so the businessmen don't have to see families or vice versa I don't know anyway so he sees this little boy like dart across the train car and then kind of hide between the seats and he says he tries to talk to him and get him out but he said the little boy 
would not go to the side of the car that was designated only for the single male passengers. He said he knew the rules and he knew he wasn't supposed to be there. So he was a good boy, apparently. So then they talk about more of the dark history of the building and the train. So one tragedy that happened there was a railway employee was stabbed and another railway employee shot himself in the head. Fabulous. And then there was another guy who was crushed and mangled by a train. Yikes. Um, this, he, this guy described this one tragic event where there was a guy who was, when trains, they put trains together, they use this coupling, there's a coupling device, and usually in the old-timey days, you'd have to drop a pin in there. So, like, the cars would smash together, and you'd have to put a pin in the little, you know, match-up little sockets thing, right? Which is an extremely dangerous job, if you can even imagine two train cars smashing together and you have to be kind of in between them and drop a pin there like this really really super dangerous so this guy was doing such such a job and the train he didn't get out of the way in time and the train kind of smashed into him and basically like cut him in two but the because the pressure of the train was so great that he he was stuck like that. So he was literally like impaled by the train and they knew the pressure was so great that he didn't, he wasn't bleeding or anything and he was still alive. Like he was talking and everything. And they knew that once the train moved, the pressure would be gone and he would totally bleed out. So they called his family over so that he could say goodbye and they could say goodbye, which is Horribly tragic. I mean, I can't even imagine how horrible that, that would be. But at least he gets to say goodbye. And then they, of course, moved the trains and the guy bled out right there and died. Ugh. So, so as they mentioned before, this is their very first paranormal investigation on a moving steam train. Exciting. So they start the train and the investigation begins. Aaron is on the car. The car is moving, he's using the obelisk, and he gets the words wagon come trip, like in that order, in the obelisk. And Zach's like, well, you know, this what this used to be a stagecoach route, you know, because it's Pony Express, and before they had trains, they had stagecoaches, so maybe that's where wagon comes in, and come and trip, and you know, that kind of, they're on a trip, they're coming and going, you know, so it kind of is relevant. So then they start to use the Melmeter, which is a device that picks up on EMF energy, but also has some lights on it. So they light up when there's energy around the antenna that triggers it, right? So they say, hey, who's here? Come on, light up. Just light up a light. And apparently Billy says, light up the blue light, which I don't, I listened to it twice. I didn't hear him say that, but he said he said that. So the blue light lights up on this melmeter and Billy's freaking out. He's like, oh my God, I just asked to turn the light up the blue light and there it is, the blue light. So he's like freaking out. He's like super excited. And they say, stop doing that. And then he says, light it up again. And of course the lights come on again and freaking out some more. And then the, on the obelisk, they get the word soul. And Billy's like, is this you? 
And then the lights go on again on the millimeter. So Billy's like, oh my God, I'm totally talking to this person and they're answering me intelligently. So Aaron is using the SLS camera, my fave, and he catches a figure standing on top of the chair in this uh, dining area and it's right next to the Melmeter where the Melmeter is set up. So is this the figure that was just responding to them with the lights and the ovelets? Like, could that be, could it be the, it's standing on the chair. So could it be the little boy to, you know, just playing around and standing on the chair? Who knows? It was kind of a smallish figure and it was standing on top of a chair. So it comes and then it goes and then we don't see it again. The train stops near this ghost town and a mine that is known as the Chainman Mine, which is known to have had this deadly collapse where all these Chinese miners were left in there. They were basically just entombed in the collapsed mine because people didn't want to bother going after spending the resources to get them out. So they just, you know, left them there to die. Fabulous. People have seen these Chinese miners on, walking on the road. And when Stephen King heard about this whole tale, he, he had to go out there. So he went out there, he stayed in the hotel out there, and, you know, investigated the area. And he based a book that he wrote called Desperation on the Chainman Mine Cave-In. So if you ever want to read a Stephen King novel about the Chainman Mine and the cave-in, read Desperation by Stephen King. So Billy is using the full-spectrum camera, Aaron is using the spirit box, and Aaron, again, gets the word wagon, this time on the spirit box. And then the word England comes through on the ovelus. And then they get a man on the spirit box saying, come back. So again, these are all sort of relevant, you know, we get wagon again because this was a stage coach trail. England, not sure where that is from. Some traveler could have been from England or trying to get back to England. Don't know. And then this man on the spirit box saying, come back. Aaron was like, I get Aaron had said while he was using the spirit box, come with us. We're here to take you back. And the guy, and the guy's voice said, come back. So that was pretty nifty. Okay, so they're outside there and the guys are in pitch black and they start walking toward this ghost town and they find this like brick building. It's like a little brick building and Mark is there. Mark came on the train with them. Remember, he's the president of the railway line. So he's got the facts. So Mark is like, well, this brick building is unusual. It was probably not a home because back in the day, bricks were very, very expensive. So most likely this was like a small commercial building, but it was like all, you know, abandoned and decrepit at this point. So Zach's like, yes, let's go investigate this old abandoned building. And then Mark says, well, you know, you are in rattlesnake country and this is the time of the evening where the rattlesnakes come out to feed. So then Zach is like, oh. And then his uh, voiceover narration says, that being said, I think it's best for Billy to go through the brush and explore the building. Ha ha, of course. Zach's not going 
in in there with no rattlesnakes, you know that. But of course, Billy does go because he's super, super brave. So he goes into the building, and Zach is like from from the road. Of course, he's like, "Be careful, Billy." So uh, Billy is using the polter pod, which is like a spirit box, and he gets a voice, but you can't understand it. And then Billy asks, "How many people are here?" And it sounds like the same voice that came through, but we didn't understand what it said. The same voice comes through and says seven, like in response to Billy's question of how many people are here. So that was neat. Zach says that this whole investigation is like super cool because, you know, to get to one place to another, they might take an Uber. And in this case, their Uber is a steam engine train. And Mar- so Mark is standing next to Zach and he laughs. And Zach is like, well, at least, at least Mark thinks I'm funny, which then again was super funny. All of a sudden then, Zach, I don't know what's going on with him. I don't know if it's the pandemic or what, or being isolated for a long time. But he starts to get super sentimental with all the Ghost Adventures crew. And he's like, this is so great. I'm here with like my best friends, the greatest guys there ever were, the Ghost Adventures crew that I love working with. And there's a cool train and there's a full moon. And he's just like waxing poetic, right? And then, of course, Zach says, this is one of the most memorable investigations we've ever done. And and he says, I hope that when we review the evidence that we find out that you are a real person, like talking to Mark. And that was funny. And he laughs again and jocularity all around. So they take the train back to the railway station to do some more investigating. And they go into the machine shop. Zach, Aaron, and Billy are in the machine shop. And Jay is sitting at Nerve Center. You know, they put their X cameras up all around. And then as they're in the machine shop, Aaron starts to freak out because he thinks... He feels like there's something on him. And he said he felt like he walked into a spider web, but there was no spider web there. But he said he, he felt the texture of a spider web, and he, he's like jumping around and freaking out. And, you know, we've mentioned before how they have said before that when you walk into spiritual en- energy, sometimes it feels like walking through a spider web, which is a really cr- creepy thing to do. Anyway, so all of a sudden, though, I mean, after Aaron is done freaking out, a ball of light comes out of Aaron's leg and they catch it on the camera. And then all of a sudden, Zach gets full body chills. And then the guys start hearing all these noises around the machine room. And the engine is there that they just drove in. And so they're using the thermal camera. And you can see how the engine is still super, super hot. I mean, I think it's hot outside anyway, but because the train was just running and the steam was going through it, it's really, really hot. Like it's bright yellow on the thermal cam. And so the noises they were hearing are like the cooling of the metals and like this, um, the exhaust water dripping down and like making noises. So they totally debunked all those noises that they were hearing. So those were just coming from the steam engine itself. So again, I don't know what has gotten into Zach, but all of a sudden he turns to Aaron and he tells a joke. 
He goes, do you know what kind of train likes to eat toffee? And Aaron's like, what? And Zach's like, a choo-choo train. And he starts laughing. Ha ha ha. And then Zach, because Aaron's not reacting, he explains the joke, you know, like toffee is chewy. So you would have to chew it over and over again, a choo-choo train. And then Aaron is like, I don't get it, which, you know, is funny. It's funny because Aaron was obviously just taking the piss. Then, you know, Zach is using the thermal camera and he sees something like dirting through the room on the thermal camera, something like bright. So he's like, oh my God, I just saw this thing on the thermal camera. We have to go to nerve center to see what, what it was that I caught on this camera because he's like, I can't tell on this screen. So they go to nerve center and they hook up the thermal camera to the computers so they can all see it. And again, it turns out it was a cat. And it is, it is Dirt the cat. There's a cat who lives in the station named Dirt. So Zach says, well, Dirt the cat could have been chasing a ghost mouse or something. <laughs> Which is funny. Okay, so then they decide to split up. Aaron and Billy go into the R.I.P. building or the R.I.P. building. And they call it the R.I.P. building, which is terrible. And then Jay and Zach go into the railway car. So Aaron and Billy go to the R.I.P. building. And Billy is like, you should... <laughs> this is another funny moment. Billy says to Aaron, you should totally introduce yourself when you, when you go in there. And Aaron all of a sudden just shouts, I'm here to steal parts. And Billy's like... That's not really what I had in mind. <laughs> and Aaron is like, well, I'm trying to, you know, stir them up a little bit. You know, get them riled up. Which, you know, is a tactic you can use, right? So Aaron and Billy go into car number five, which is the haunted coach car where a little boy has been seen. Um, and there's like lights all around the car and they just start lighting up. I don't know... I could not tell if this was like their equipment or this train car has little lights near all the seats, but they start lighting up, which is weird. And then Jay and Zach are in the nerve center and they catch a flying, a flashing light anomaly on the X camera, which is pretty cool. Like you can totally see a little flashing ball of light. And then Aaron and Billy, who are still are still in the rip building where that coach five is. Aaron freaks out because he feels like a super cold air, but he like totally just freaks out. Then Aaron decides he's got to sit down to relax. You know, he's like, whew, I'm like a little freaked out. I'm just going to sit down and relax. And then all of a sudden something like on the other end of the car sounds like it's being thrown. So, and then another light comes on on the floor. So they're like looking around. They're like, what was thrown? What was that? And then they see the light light up and they're like, what's going on? Who's here? You know, what's happening? And then what's really freaky is the whole train seems to vibrate and they both freak out. They're like, wow, what was that? What happened? You know, like the whole train seemed to move and the floor vibrated. So Billy gets off the train and he's exploring around to see if like something banged into the the train car or what but 
Then he hears this super weird ghosty sound. And then a light anomaly flies by at the same time. And then the train makes another super loud banging sound. So it's like, oh, that ghosty sound was really weird. It was like, it was almost like what you kind of imagine in like a cartoon or something. A ghosty sound would be like, ooh, kind of like that. So it was like super freaky. And then the train made a loud banging again, which would startle anyone, let alone someone who just A, felt the train vibrate, B, saw lights lighting up, and then heard a ghosty sound, right? So Jay and Zach are in the engine house and they're using this new device called the ITC device and it has lights on it and they saw a light on it blink. And then the, I guess it has this like speaker on it and the ITC, there's a voice that goes, well, in my notes, my, the voice goes, I'm not really sure if that's right, but that's what I wrote in my notes. If you can imagine what E-W-W-A-H-H-H sounds like, that's kind of what I'm assuming it sounded like. I'm, I remember it sounding kind of uh, like like creepy breathing. Yeah, I think it was more like something like that, maybe. So it sounded sort of like a creepy breathing sort of sound. So they put this device like sitting on a chair, like just like a normal, like an office chair. It's just like sitting there on this chair and when you gets that weird sound. And Zach is like, if this, if you're there, why don't you come sit in that chair and knock over the machine, right? Because it's sitting there on the chair. And just after he says that, the device gets knocked over. What? Super creepy. And then all of a sudden the sound on the device totally changes. It's like a, like a staticky sound. Then Zach all of a sudden feels a, a severe temperature change. And he's looking at the thermal cam in the rail yard. And he catches a figure walking on the thermal cam. But it's really far away. And it seems to have a heat signature, like it's hot. So it could just be a person who's somehow still in the in the railway yard. I mean, it seems to kind of walk by and disappear, but it's really far away, so it could just be walking behind something. So they couldn't really call it paranormal, right? Um, so that was pretty cool. They caught, you know, lots of weird sounds, bangs and creepy voice sounds and they got some good relevant words on the spirit box and obelisk kind of simultaneously. They caught some light anomalies shooting by or shooting from people. A lot of like temperature changes and weird sensations. Train vibrated and banged itself, which was amazing. Uh, they caught that SLS figure standing on a seat, and it was kind of small, so it could have been that little boy, or it could have been anything. Who knows? But it was right near the melmeter where the melmeter had been showing lights earlier. So that was pretty cool. And then there were two cats in the episode, which are adorable. You know, we don't really get to see Dirt the cat very well, but with a name like Dirt living in a railway station, you can only imagine how handsome he is. And then, you know, just the whole fun of the guys 
playing around with each other, you know, in a haunted train, in a haunted train station. It was great. It was so ghost adventures. And not they didn't even have to be in the screaming room to be all goofy and uh, wacky, right? Because they're just nutty themselves. And uh, for some reason, Zach tells that choo-choo train joke, which is great. That's it for this episode. Um, good evidence. It's always fun to see a brand new Ghost Adventures episode. It's kind of what I live for. Although I'm living for a lot these days. I'm glad the election's over. I can unclench now, get some sleep. Didn't sleep for like five days. I'm also doing the NaNoWriMo, which is the National Novel Writing Month of November, where you have to write a novel that's 50,000 words. I've done it five times in the past and completed four different novels. Um, I'm not sure how well I'm going to do this this year just because I'm really super busy because I never get home from work on time and my time is very limited of when I can do things. And I'm doing this podcast. So I'm doing that too. So that's fun. But I hope everything just turns around. Our country realizes that it is not built on hate and we can stop hating each other. And we can go back to relying on facts and science and the truth. And we can show each other compassion and empathy because that's what being human really is. You know, it, we, that is why we have those feelings and emotions is that we can share them with each other and we can understand each other's point of view. So I really hope 2021 is going to be amazing. We're going to have a vaccine. We're going to have a new president. We're going to, it's going to be like kumbaya and this whole pandemic will be over and we will go back to our lives. Although I'm sure it won't be 100% normal again, but it'll be a new normal and we'll all get through it together because we're going to take care of each other. Awesome. But still in a pandemic, so please wear your masks, do your social distancing. And that's it for me. Um, send me an email at I love ghost adventures podcast at gmail.com. That's all spelled out. I love ghost adventures podcast at gmail.com. Send me your favorite episode, your favorite piece of piece of evidence. Um, tell me your own personal ghost story. I would love to hear it. And then follow the show on Twitter at I love GAC podcast. Be sure to subscribe and like and do all those good things wherever you get your podcast. So I'm really grateful for you guys sticking around this long. This was episode 39 of the I Love Ghost Adventures podcast. And I guess I will just talk at you later. Okay. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.